0: You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio.
1: For the final time this evening, welcome back to The Lion's Den here live from the BT Connor Reserve Pavilion. I'm Josh Parrish and I'm delighted to be joined once again by show favourite, Vice Captain Benji Levitikos, the Jets. Welcome back, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me back on. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Um, Tell us about the game against Doveton on the weekend first and foremost. Not the result we wanted but I think everyone was pretty positive about the performance.
0: Yeah I mean Doveton's never an easy place to go. Um, they're, they're a fairly physical side. They definitely stick it to a lot of teams so you've got to be up for the challenge from the get-go. Really if there's a ball there to be won you win it pretty much mm. and you protect yourself. It feels a little bit old-fashioned down there. It, it is a bit like it's not it's not a great Great pitch. Um, no, it's pretty tight. It's pretty bumpy. Yeah, it's, it's like ve- it's like a sand pit in spots. To be honest, like yeah, you go to knock a ball and it was a, you'd, you'd see the sand fly up and.
1: And I don't think they... Yeah, you could see it on the stream yeah. even. Um, you, could, you could see the, the dust and the sand being kicked up as people were running through the middle of the pitch. But they seem to kind of like it that way. Makes it difficult for visiting teams to adapt to.
0: Yeah, 100%, especially for teams like us who like to knock the ball around. And obviously we're very blessed here to have a, a, an unbelievable pitch at BT Connors. So it's... Um, when you when you go from playing at, at home to even most, most away fields, um, you've really got to play to the conditions at times. Yeah. And again... Going to Doveton away, it's a very physical contest. And as as positive as we were about how, the way that we, we did perform, it was still annoying and it still pissed a lot of us off that we did get the draw because we felt like we deserved a lot more than that. But, I mean, it's very difficult to break teams down that sit with a couple banks and especially... Yeah, 11 a, players
1: behind the ball. That's yeah. it what it is. I mean, it's, there's no shame in doing that against Preston because we know we've got the strongest squad in the league. But... Um, it doesn't make it any, <laughs> you know, less difficult to to break that that kind of defensive block down.
0: Yeah, it's hard. Like in in the first half, it was probably a little bit slow from us moving the ball. Um, again, when when teams tend to sit in, if if you start to slow the game down, it suits them a lot more. So I think first half again, Long story short, we had our chances. To be honest, like mm. realistically, it's our own fault that we had that draw. We we missed a couple of chances, which I backed the boys to put away. Um, but you know, sometimes that happens in football and. I mean, still, still undefeated from our first four games, sitting top of the ladder at the moment. I mean, it did, f- it felt like a loss after the match because you put in so much effort and it was quite a physical affair. Um, this week of training's obviously been a little bit harder because th- we haven't had a a really rough contest like that mm. sort of in the first few weeks that we've been playing. So, yeah, I mean, it did, it did feel like a little bit of a a loss to be honest. But you know what, we're we're happy with the way that we were able to still try and play the way that we like to play and to play our best uh, sort of style of football. And you know what, you can't can't win them all as much as we like to, but we're still top of the ladder, undefeated in our first four, so we just move on from there. Well, a couple of key players missing as well.
1: Um, no Connor Bell, no Chris Davies. Stambo only fit enough for the bench, so it was an entirely changed front three. And um, I'll just fix your mic for you here, oh, mate, so we cool. can hear you nice and clearly. Sweet. Um does that make it a little bit difficult for you you know obviously don't want to make excuses and so forth but for the rest of the team coming with an unfamiliar front three where you don't quite have that automatic uh, understanding with, with all the players that you usually do
0: yeah it can be it's um, obviously the boys that come in they're there to do a job we have a big squad for a reason um, players they get injured people get sick things like that It's it's all part of hmm. part of the game and for but us, usually
1: not three players at the same yeah, time,
0: three starters not on the same
1: line of the yeah, field. You know? It's
0: not not super ideal but the boys that come in they're good enough to start anyway. Like sure. it's it can be tough like especially like the to the relationship I've got with Stambo play together most most weeks on on that right-hand side so we generally without even speaking he knows where I want to be and I know where I want him to be. So it is tougher coming on with uh, Cadiinho who doesn't speak a word of English, so that oh, I was, guess
1: if you don't need to speak to Stambo, why do you need to speak to him mate? yeah,
0: well Kappa keeps saying football's <laughs> a, a universal language, but um, before the game, I pretty much just wanted to make sure that Cadinho knew he's left from right in English, so <laughs> it was uh, pretty much gone left right, <laughs> and he he sort of caught on from that, but nah, it's um, it, it can be difficult, but the boys that come in they they played well, they worked hard uh, Dino played very well mm. popped up with the uh, obviously a great ball in for, for Norton or the ball away. But he could have had a couple
1: of assists even.
0: Yeah. Uh, was it Stambo's one as well? Yeah, I mean,
1: it's so frustrating because he's he's come off the bench playing on the opposite side, mm. but uh, you know the ball comes over to the back post and everyone's expecting the net to ripple. Yeah. He kind of does everything right. Like I've watched that back. Except uh, score. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um uh. but he 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 keeps it low, he volleys it into the ground and just you know hits one bobble on one side of the doveton turf instead of the other one, and it comes off the the outside of
0: the post yeah you, you never know with that bounce on that pitch mm. it's um again w- wonderful little bit of bit of skill from from Dino on his on his weaker foot with the ball yeah. across uh your you back to put that away ten times out of ten, but I oh, was this time it just took that little bobble hit the post and then yeah
1: i was I was calling it. Like it was in on the commentary, you can hear. It, I'm already getting up. Um, it was just unbelievable. It just seemed to go in slow motion for a second. And you know, Kunda with his long range effort as well was just absolutely spectacular. Every
0: week, it's something, something new, isn't it?
1: That that passage of play was actually fantastic. You know, Sick. do you remember when there was that fate like that fad of the players in dressing rooms trying to head a ball to each other all in the way the down bin. the line yeah. and then into a bin. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure the team did that at some
0: point. Definitely not. Oh, man. no? Okay. No, we didn't do that.
1: <laughs> okay. But it was almost like that. It was juggled for from like three or four different players to each other and then Noor knocks it up and then Kunda <laughs> hits this dipping volley from like 25 metres that crashes think, off the crossbar.
0: I think Lou was screaming time or like Get a, take a touch or something, and all I because I'm nah. I'm hearing Lou screaming from the side take a touch, and I see Kuna just he's not taking a touch, <laughs> smacks it, and I, I was I was behind Maddie when he when he hit it, and you thought it was like when it left the boot, I was like this is in, yeah. and, and it then, just kept dipping and dipping oh. and
1: dipping, but not quite enough. No, he has would have been goal of the season. He's yeah.
0: got a, I mean it was similar. Like Carl was obviously a bit further out last year mm. just with that, with that volume, but it was similar. Yeah, it's sort actually, of the way it sort of dipped. The in trajectory and, of the ball yeah, was similar. It was, it yeah. was definitely similar and but now nah, if Mat- matty's got a goal coming cuz even even last year against melbourne city when he smacked that ball top in yeah um when we played away towards the back end of the year he he can smack a ball and yeah it's, it's unbelievable when he when he when he catches onto him things like that can happen
1: yeah well we he's coming ever closer and we're hoping that uh we get the highlight to end all highlights. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> we, we, we're from Kunda by the end of the season because he uh, he deserves one to, to bounce in off the crossbar uh, for him. Although, you know, Springvale controversy aside. <laughs> uh, speaking of controversy, by the way, the penalty, I know we're going over old ground here, but uh, to me it looked like it came off Jimmy's shoulder.
0: Yeah. I mean, Jimmy's a big boy. He's got you know, big arms and, and uh, things like that. I said that to referee. I said, Ref, look at the size of the bloke. <laughs> you can't tell me he's moved. He didn't even move, it just hit him. But, um... Nah, it's and it's, speaking if
1: shots hit like rockets. I mean, I look. He was just like that. That that shot was absolutely traveling. Yeah, I don't, I don't know th- if he had time to get out. of the That's way, the thing. Really. I don't
0: know what referee wants him to sort of do in mm. that situation. It is it is tough, and as much as you you can't obviously blame officials as much as I do all the time. But um, <laughs> it's yeah, it. You it's, shouldn't. We do, but yeah. yeah, it's it's a really frustrating one because. 10 minutes into the game, we're, we're dominating from the minute we started that match. And then 10 minutes in, they, they get a little lifeline like that. and They have something to protect. They have something to, to, to protect. And that's when they drop in and they start playing extremely defensive. And then we've got to... At one uh, at no point in that game that I ever feel like we're going to lose. I never feel like we're ever going to lose. And it's probably... It's just, I mean, the mentality that we've got as a playing group, we back ourselves and we're never out of the game. No matter what minute it is, no matter what the score is, obviously... Yeah, when you go down one 0 first ten, it can be disheartening at times. But at no point did I ever feel like we were going to lose that game just because of how in control that we were. I knew that there was going to be a, I knew that a chance was going to come. We were going to put one away, um, and, and you did. But got, got one couldn't, and couldn't get the winner. Gen- generally, we get one. We like to, it, it starts a bit of momentum and we start to get on top of teams and things like that. But, um, yeah, again, we, we got the one, we got the draw, but at, at no point in that game did I ever feel like we were going to lose. Mm.
1: Well, uh, one point, not the end of the world, of course. Still top of the table. Um, no no other team has, has gone um, with a 100% record this season. So still in control of your own destiny this season, which is the main thing, right? Mm.
0: Well, realistically, we, we know we're a good side. We work hard for it and we, we put in the effort all the way through the week to, to be um the best team in the league and we, we, we bloody work hard. So for us we know that we can match it with the best mm. of any of any team in in Victoria. Um again we've we've played against MPL teams, we've beaten them, we've knocked them out of the cup, things like that. So we know that we're good enough to play and compete in the top MPL. It's just um again, we we know we're good enough. We know we can do it. With the way that we play, the players that we have, it's um we we have, we all have a very strong squad. We always have a very strong squad. And we work hard for it. But um, again, we're only four games in. So as much as you, I don't like to look at the table too early things like that. But mm. it still it still does sit there, and you can still see that we're set. We're setting the change, uh,
1: setting the pace. Yeah,
0: yeah, we we set the pace of of everything that goes on, and we control our own destiny from where we want to be as a team and a club. So
1: none of wadding this weekend. Uh, they're a team that has a club philosophy to get it down on the deck and play a bit of football, which is uh, will be a fre- refreshing change of pace be from nice, what we yeah. saw at Doveton. Uh, so it should be a good game. It should be a bit more end-to-end, two teams really having a go.
0: Yeah, well, it was, it was fairly competitive last, last year when we played them. We got obviously, mm. before the season was cut, we got to play them twice. Um, at their home, home ground, it was a 2-0 win. No, it was two-one. Mm-hmm. It was a two-one win. Yeah. So it was, it was a close game and it was a hard game. R- really, a really sort of physical contest on their on their pitch. And um, it's it is it is refreshing when you actually get a team that wants to knock the ball around because you think, oh yeah, we're up for, we're up for a, for a football game here. You know what I mean? So it's I think they've got a, a newer sort of squad this year. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it's again it it is a nice feeling playing against a team that wants to knock the ball around because mm. generally those games. Go a little bit quicker, they'll move a little bit faster and then obviously we're a team that wants to knock the ball around. So it's uh, going to be a good good battle, that's for sure.
1: So that one's at Marnie's Reserve. Uh, Rezies, 1pm kickoff, seniors at 3. Uh, this uh, team is actually coached by Fahid Ben-Kalfala, I think. <laughs> so for XMV victory player. Yeah, no, nah, because he's he still playing. Uh, he played last well, year. He was, he was player manager last year. So was he? He was, oh, yeah. So. I that. I don't know if he's still playing this year. I don't know if we're ever going to see him on the park. But I actually I so. did see him two weeks ago in a charity game. It was the the Danny Dixon uh, fundraiser yep. for the Dylan Tom Beatty's foundation. We yep. went down and called it. And uh, he looks like he could still still do a job. So uh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully he has the boots on. He's, he's managing the team out there. There will be an interesting
0: dynamic if he is. Yeah, it's always fun playing against like, guys that have been in and around it. Like We're lucky enough to have... Like, Butka and Erson in in our group that have sort of been around that environment. Stambo, like they've they've all yeah. been around that sort of professional environment. And you've got someone like Sash who comes in as part of the coaching staff. And it always always great to pick these guys' brains. But again, Butka's still killing it yep. every week. He's in great condition. Um, so even like I remember last year they had Theo in goals and. Still, he's he's a bit older, but he's been around the traps, and man, he's a good keeper still. You know what I mean? So he's uh, he's actually hung
1: the hung the gloves up this oh, season. Yes. Oh wow. Um, you know, it was, good for us. Uh, he's actually the goalkeeper coach of Western United now. He's oh He's wow. been brought in. Um, so uh, we, we they won't have Theo between the sticks. Okay. Jury's out on whether. Uh, fbk decides to play or is uh in the dugout Um uh, but yeah a couple of interesting subplots playing against Nana uh as
0: always yeah we well, uh, he, do, he do, i don't think he likes me too much he's had a few choice words to say to me oh really maybe i yelled at him first it's probably <laughs> it's, pretty, it's usually you stimp- it. yeah okay most of the time just be careful of the
1: effects mike this weekend mate that's all i'm gonna say uh, just, you know i had yeah. to apologize a couple of times to the
0: you know the kids in cars so. yeah yeah it was um i got home and yeah, Mum told me. Uh, so, oh, <laughs> sorry,
1: that was gonna be my question. Yeah, can't, did you, <laughs> did can't help you it? it. It was.
0: It was. It was. Yeah. I mean, it's all as much. As it's you tough know,
1: when you're on that flank,
0: you know. You know? It is. It's, yeah. It's. It's. I know exactly which moment it was as well, and it was mm. just something so simple that I I made a mistake, and everyone makes mistakes, but this really pissed me off because it was just so simple, mm. and yeah, uh, let a. Naughty word go. Yeah,
1: it, it happens. And then
0: afterwards, Kyle and I start yelling at each other. So that was that was fun too. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming into this weekend, what's the squad
1: looking like? What's the uh, what's the latest on on some of the players coming back into the first team picture? We know Ned, uh, Ned was on the bench against Doveton. He's yep. he's available for selection. How are Connor and and Chris looking?
0: Yeah, I mean, Chrisy's come back in this week. Um, his touch was a bit bang average because he didn't train for a week, so I was giving it to him a little bit on uh, he training. He doesn't need to control the ball. He just needs to finish it, mate.
1: He can just try and control it for about 12 yards and it'll bounce off him into the goal. That's what he does.
0: Yeah, that's what he does best. But, um, nah, the, all the all the boys that were that missed out last week are back in training, which is good, so should be a full squad available for selection, which is great. Fantastic. That's yeah. what we like to hear. And
1: then, week after... Big home game against Melbourne Victory. Yeah, we all remember the scenes from last year. I think we can go one better. I think we can outdo the crowd and the atmosphere, and maybe even the uh, the highlight that was uh, Karl Baroshevich's 30
0: yard bomb. Yeah, it was. I think it might be your turn, mate. Yeah, we've been saying that for four years, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Still hasn't come. But um, no, nah, last last year's home, I guess home crowd. Whenever we got it, and especially against Victory, that was a tight game and. Uh, always against these academy clubs they're so well drilled they nice lot they like to knock the ball around and on a pitch like ours here it it can suit those teams a lot more Mm. so structurally you need to be very switched on and you need to be very tight with the way that you set up from a I guess a shape perspective and you get sick of playing these games because these little kids just run like they just run non-stop and because they they train Mm. a lot more than we do um but when you come ag- out against these these teams, they like to knock the ball around. But you've just got to really make sure you you you're structurally sound and and everything is set up from a shape perspective really well. And then when we have the ball, do we, we do our thing and back our back our own ability? And I mean, you leverage your energy off the crowd as well. I mean, when at, at times in the last year in that game as well, victory were on top of us, and yeah you do a couple little good things here and there and the the crowd starts to get involved and they they start sort of getting you g'd up again and it really that starts crowd to tell was such
1: a massive factor in that game i think they were, the young gun guys were a bit intimidated by the atmosphere yeah
0: it's who 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 else plays in front of that no no one
1: no. and our our fans are um I actually There's was speaking to one of the West United young players. Just I happened to bump into him, and uh, I mentioned the Preston game, and he got, he got this kind of glazed look in his eyes, like oh wow. Yeah, it's, it's pretty
0: special for them. It is like and
1: it's obviously
0: very special for our. our, our Especially boys if as well. a lot of them are, are quite young as well, they might he hmm. might not have played in a game such as Biggest playing against Preston. As, as weird as that sounds, it's it's true. Everyone it's wants. It's not to weird g- at
1: all, mate. Everyone biggest biggest ticket in town.
0: That's it. But ev- everyone wants to come and play Preston, no matter where, no matter. What team you are, but everyone gets G'd up to play at Preston. They want to beat Preston.
1: You got a target on your back. That's what you got to live with this season. Yeah,
0: right? I mean that's what we've lived with for the last four years. And there's there's always a healthy there's pressure to play at Preston. And I think players that don't play here don't understand it. And it's not until you come in there's a, there's a healthy pressure to play here. And there's there's a certain standard that we set ourselves to to be the best and succeed. I think Louis has a a great quote. I said it one time in the change rooms. He he made it, he messed it up real bad. He goes, boys, to be the best, you've got to be the best. I <laughs> we we looked at him, and I looked, I sort of looked around and we're just like, hey, it still works. What? And I was just like, <laughs> um, I'll get in trouble for that. But it's, um yeah, when, when you come play against Preston and, and you have a crowd like you do, it's very intimidating for away teams and we, we build off that energy that they give us and try and get a result. Well,
1: living up to the favourites tag, it's not easy, but to be the best,
0: you got to be the best.
1: We'll <laughs> sign off here on the lines, then Benji Leviticos. Thank you so much for joining me, and best of luck against Nunawading.
0: Thanks, Joshy. Cheers.
1: 1 p.m. resies, 3 p.m. Seniors. Get down, support the boys. It will be live streamed as well, of course, but we'd much rather see you there in the flesh. Marnie's Reserve. See you there on the weekend, and speak to you again next week. Preston near post, City. It's in, and again, Warren Speak has a hand. Andrew Zinni scores the goal. Not only are the fans winning on the terraces, the team are winning on the pitch. Two goals in two minutes. 2-1 up Preston-Macedonia, and we've got an invasion on. Crossfield ball for Toneski to try the spectacular. It's brilliant. Is it over the line? Yes. What's oh, a goal from Alex Toneski?
0: It's good. It's the winner. What a great goal by Gulewski.
1: The crowd has gone wild, ladies and gentlemen.